on this edition of Bold Alpha, whiskey in paper bottles, phony Fauci throws like a girl, and chicken wings, that internationally renowned delicacy founded in my hometown of Buffalo, New York, disrespected and disparaged by Ayatollah Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York. Bold Alpha is presented by the New World Cigar from A.J. Fernandez, draped in a bold, dark Nicaraguan wrapper and jam-packed with ultra-flavorful Nicaraguan fillers, the Box Press New World delivers medium to full-bodied elegant taste. AJFcigars.com by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Nicaraguan series, 100% pure Nicaraguan tobaccos, 100% full-bodied flavor. GurkhaCigars.com and by Davidoff of Geneva, reintroducing the Avo Classic Maduro, smooth, creamy, rich, Avo Cigars. Change the tempo. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Welcome to Bold Alpha, your home of alpha male lifestyle conversational maneuvers and commentary. I'm Alpha Dave the General. And your alpha male in chief, front and center from command center alpha. Whiskey in paper bottles. Now, when I want to enjoy some fine scotch whiskey, and I have a bottle of Johnny Walker Black, age 12 years, it is a blended whiskey. In fact, I'm going to open it right now, and I'm going to pour just a little bit here. Because this next story involves Johnny Walker and a change in their packaging. Let me say cheers as I take a sip. Hmm. Can't go wrong with Johnny Walker Black. It's very smooth, a little bit of warmth, a little bit of butterscotch on the on the palate. Some just, I would say, light spice, almost a clove type of taste. Very pleasant. The double black for me, which is peated, way, way, way too much peat for my palate. But the Johnny Walker Black label, you can't go wrong with. Well, Johnny Walker, which is owned by Diageo, the worldwide conglomerate that owns a ton of other uh, spirit and beer companies has announced a trial of a new environmentally friendly packaging starting next spring, spring of 2021. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, when I go to purchase a bottle of scotch or purchase a bottle of, of gin or bourbon, or Tennessee whiskey, whatever the case may be. I like the packaging. I like that it comes in a bottle. To me, it's elegant. To me, buying scotch or any other spirit that would be in a plastic bottle would certainly diminish, in my estimation, the value of that spirit. Well, the same thing if any spirit were to be packaged in paper bottles, and that is exactly what Diageo, the parent company, of Johnny Walker is proposing to do. They will be doing a test starting in the spring of 2021, whereby they will create a paper type of bottle. Now, the way they're going to make this, they're going to pressure pulp into molds, which will then be cured in microwave ovens. The bottles will be sprayed internally with coatings designed not to interact with the drinks they will contain. Many milk cartons or other type of paper cartons have a plastic coating inside to stop the drinks from leaking out. Diageo, however, said the drink bottles will not have that plastic coating. It'll have another internal coating. I don't care what type of coating it has, and I'm looking at a picture right now of their proposed bottle, and it's certainly very different than a glass bottle. But I'm not so sure that consumers are going to think this is a great idea. Maybe some consumers that want to have spirits by the pool, I could see that, or on a boat where you don't want glass around. But overall, I would say that 95% of people, when they purchase a fine spirit, a fine bottle of Scotch whiskey, they want an elegant presentation. And a pressed pulp paper bottle doesn't do it. Diageo saying the advantage 
would be that, number one, consumers could just drop this right into a recycle container. Well, you can do the same thing for glass if you want to do, because most recycle containers have a label that says glass, paper, other type of recyclable products on there. The other thing they're saying is that it would decrease the global carbon footprint. Because when glass is made, it requires big furnaces, glass furnaces, which use natural gas to melt raw materials such as sand and limestone. And of course, what do we all hear today? We have to reduce our global footprint. We have to be eco-friendly. We have to control, we have to do our part to lessen climate change. And as I have told you all along, remember the quote of that Nazi bastard prick, Josef Goebbels, who was the director of Nazi propaganda and enlightenment. He had a very Prussian quote, several, several key quotes about lies. One, a lie told once remains a lie, but a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. How many times have we heard that certain products are contributing towards climate change, that that uh, farming or eating meat contributes towards climate change. Traveling in airplanes contributes towards climate change. We hear this all the time. Greta Thunberg, hasn't it been pleasant? We haven't uh, to hear from her over the last four or five months since the pandemic began. Not that I'm happy about the pandemic, don't get me wrong. That's another issue with the Chinese communist bastards. But We hear all these people that keep repeating climate change, climate change, the earth has nine years to go, 10 years to go, then we're all going to be melted or all be destroyed or earth will turn into some giant furnace. It's a load of bullshit. You know it. I know it. Everyone with a brain knows it. It is nothing more than a wealth transfer mechanism. So a lie told once remains a lie, but a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. And what we see happening now in every level of government or political parties, they keep repeating lies incessantly and people start to believe it. Because not everybody, not everyone is an alpha male that has exceptional intellect and common sense and are updated on world affairs and political affairs such as you and I. We are a minority. Alphas, alpha males, even women who appreciate alphas, we are a minority because we have a brain. We think we are smart. We are educated. And we are at the top of our professions, no matter what professions. doesn't necessarily mean monetarily. But no matter what our profession, I don't care what you pick, whether you're a judge, you're a broadcaster, you're a banker, you're an entrepreneur, whatever you you may, whatever your, your occupation, you excel. Because you are a take-charge alpha male. We don't apologize for that. But we are a minority. Make no mistake about it. But we're the ones that can sniff out the bullshit. I always say to people, because I, I have friends and I'll, I'll get into a conversation or a debate, and I will present a point, and they will say, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And I, my answer is, let's just wait and see. Care to wager? And they never want to wager. Why? Because they love to spew what they believe are facts, but they know that are deep down are are deep-seated lies and and half-truths, yet they'll never put their money where their mouth is. I'm always willing to do it. When I have the facts on my side, always willing to put my money where my mouth is. I'm happy to make wagers, but they always back down. And invariably, a month, two months, three months, whatever we happen to be discussing, they always come around and say, I can't believe you were right. General, you were right. How, how, How did you know? And I said, well, number one, I have the facts on my side. And number two, I can spot bullshit from a blimp in a fog storm. Very simple game. I can sniff it out. The problem is most Americans, most people in the world can't sniff it out. Why? Because they are lemmings. They are led around by others, other propagandists. They don't understand what Goebbels said back in the 30s. And 40s, a lie told once remains a lie, but a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. We are not gullible to the nonsense. 
So when we hear all these companies saying, oh, we're doing this because we want to be eco-friendly and we want to contribute towards a healthy environment, don't believe them. It's either uh, 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 less expensive to create the new packaging or they think that they're doing their part and they can, they can sway some consumers to come their way. I got news for you. The people that buy Johnny Walker and the people that buy upscale spirits, premium spirits, they're not the people that are protesting in, in Seattle or in Portland. These are people that are makers, not takers. They're people that are actually working for a living and, and becoming successful based on their hard work. And the last thing they want to hear is a cock and bull story about we're changing our packaging to become eco-friendly. Forget it. When I buy spirits, I want it in a glass bottle. And I'll tell you what else. When I buy a cigar... I want a cigar that is going to be outstanding in quality, that is going to have the taste that I'm looking for, that, is, that uses aged cigar tobaccos. And a cigar that has all of those components and features characteristics, The New World by A.J. Fernandez. It is a cigar that is on the medium to full-bodied side, uses a bold, rich, dark Nicaraguan wrapper loaded with just incredible filler tobaccos from A.J. Fernandez's multiple farms in Nicaragua. So you get lots of flavor, properly aged, box-pressed, so it's got a nice feel on the hand. You get a zesty spice on the palate with a little bit of uh, a sweetness, some undertones of sweetness, marvelous construction. It's just a delicious cigar. It's a Nicaraguan puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler. If you're looking for a cigar, medium, medium to full, Definitely try the A.J. Fernandez New World. And it was named after, created with his father, the first cigar that A.J. Fernandez worked together with his father, Ismael Fernandez, who was a blender and cigar manufacturer for many years in Honduras and Nicaragua. But they worked together to create a nice blend with notes of espresso, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of spice, beautiful cigar. And when we talk about New World, it's a nod to Christopher Columbus and his discovery of the new world, and introducing tobaccos to the rest of the world in 1492. And I can tell you one thing. If I had a Christopher Columbus statue in front of Bold Alpha or Cigar Dave World Headquarters, or at the Pleasure Palace, ain't no way in hell that would be coming down. Not like what took place in Chicago with dipshit Lori Lightfoot. Talk about a moronic mayor. Talk about a mayor that is clueless a mayor that is tone deaf, a mayor that succumbed to the mob, Lori Lightfoot. And by the way, she may have gone while everybody else in Chicago couldn't go to get their hair done, they couldn't go to a salon, they couldn't get their hair cut, couldn't go to a barber. She nonetheless went saying, well, I have to look good because I'm in front of the press every day. Sweetheart, I don't care where you get your hair cut, where you get your hair colored. I don't care how many facelifts you get. You will never ever look good, period. Talk about not an attractive woman, Lori Lightfoot, soon to be the deposed mayor of Chicago. Next up, Fody Fauci. As you know, I have been sniffing out and exposing Dr. Anthony Fody Fauci for months. He has refused to acknowledge that hydroxychloroquine is a successful method of treating the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus, the CCP Wuhan virus, instead saying all the data is anecdotal. I heard this week uh, several interviews with physicians, one in Arizona and one in Texas, and they brought up some very good points. They both use hydroxychloroquine. They use the Zelenko protocol, which also includes zinc and includes azithromycin treating and not waiting for the test to come back if somebody presents symptoms. If they're over 60 and have symptoms, under 60 with comorbidities, or they look toxic, they start immediately, especially when there's a 6 to 10 day turnaround to get a test result. Because day 5, and I want you all to remember this, day 5 is critical. If you, for whatever reason, start getting symptoms, losing taste, cough, headache, uh, 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 sore throat, or you get a little bit fatigued. By the time you go into your doctor, let's say that's the second or third day, and he says, well, before we do anything, let me order a test. Great, you order a test. 
another six to 10 days passes. Now you could be nine to 13, 14 days into having the CCP Wuhan virus. We know after three, four months now, actually longer, that the fifth day of that coronavirus is critical because that is when the viral load in the human body explodes. The key is to destroy it and to minimize it before the viral load explodes. You don't want to go into the hospital. And, and Fauci said, well, we've got remvesidir now, so when people are in the hospital, no, 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 no. At $3,200 a dose and going in a hospital, going into an ICU, no. You want to treat the CCP Wuhan virus prior to the viral load exploding so you don't get into the hospital. So I present you these facts so that in the event you do contract or think you contract the CCP Wuhan virus, you can now go into your doctor and rationally tell them, listen, I need to be treated prior to getting the test result back. And what I'd like to do is go on these Elenco protocol of the hydroxychloroquine, 200 milligrams a day, twice a day, zinc sulfate, 220 milligrams once a day. I think it's all for five days. Uh, just just, uh, just do a, a search for Zelenko protocol, and it'll come up. And then azithromycin. Not ZPAC, azithromycin. I can't remember the dosage on that. Well, phony Fauci says that anybody who is treated with that protocol and recovers, it's only anecdotal evidence. Well, he threw out the first pitch Thursday night for the Washington Nationals game. And I have a couple of comments on phony Fauci. First of all, if you saw him pitch, he said that he went to practice at one of the parks in Washington, D.C. to get ready to throw out the first pitch. He throws out the first pitch. He was not even close to the plate. He was socially distancing his pitch from about a 15-foot radius of home plate. It was an absolute unmitigated disaster. And the jokes were abounding that his, his, uh, his opening pitch was as, uh, as, as accurate as his predictions about the Chinese Wuhan virus. In other words, wasn't accurate, wasn't even close. So my commentary is, after watching his technique and the way that he threw it, he turned his body and he pushed the ball, didn't throw the ball, pushed the ball, and ended up between home plate and first base. So my commentary is Dr. Anthony Phony Fauci throws like a girl. And I tweeted it, posted it on social media. Dr. Phony Fauci throws like a girl. Now, let's talk about what Phony Fauci would say. He would say that my statement, because he threw like a girl, and he did, look at the replays, the video's all over the place, is only anecdotal evidence. It's only anecdotal because it happened one time. I got news for you. Phony Fauci could have thrown 100 balls, and 90 of them would have gone either left or right because he has terrible technique. He looks like a girl. Looks like a wussified beta throwing the ball. Look like a pussy. I got to call it like it is. And now that I can do these un- uh, uninhibited conversational podcasts without any FCC limitations, I can speak frankly. I can speak it exactly as it occurred. He looked like a giant pussy throwing that ball. So he would say, well, that's only anecdotal. I need to do a double-blind multiple uh, 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 scientific test to have him throw 15,000 times multiple, multiple surveys, multiple studies to make sure that indeed he throws like a girl. Well, I'm telling you, the difference between anecdotal is real world and double-blind scientific study is somebody who sits in a lab. Dr. Fauci hasn't seen a patient in probably 40 years, 50 years, since uh, 40, 45 years since he became, uh, it went into the government to join uh, the NIH in infectious diseases. I will guarantee you he has not seen a patient. Now, what President Trump should do is put clinicians, doctors that are on the front line that are actually seeing Chinese Wuhan virus patients. Instead of these scientists 
that are bureaucrats that sit in a in a in a uh, office in Washington that are counting down the seconds until they can collect their government retirements. So phony Fauci, you could tell me all you want anecdotally that this protocol doesn't work or that protocol. We need double-blind scientific studies. No, we just saw the real-world situation where phony Fauci threw the opening pitch and he threw like a girl. That may be anecdotal evidence, but that proves my point. Forget the double-blind scientific studies. We know when something works. You can see it with your eyes. You can witness it. And I witnessed phony Fauci throwing like a pussy, like a girl. And did you notice that the Libstream media press didn't go after him? They made a joke. They said, oh, Dr. Fauci's just so busy that he couldn't practice. But yet, if Donald Trump, when he goes to throw out the opening pitch in a few weeks at Yankee Stadium, and he is off the plate by three inches, you will be, you can bet. You can bet your ass that every Libstream media will run it over and over and say, oh, President Trump just is out of shape, can't throw. There is a huge double standard. Phony Fauci, because he is part of the Dem establishment, the Washington swamp, they will absolutely cover him. And I heard, I heard the uh, Clown News Network, and I heard BSDNC, all the various cable news networks, cover for him saying, oh, he's just so busy and it was just funny and they made a big joke out of it. But when President Trump or Republican goes to throw and misses the mark, you can be sure they will be on it like white on rice. They will spend every waking minute replaying that video. Mark my words. Guaranteed. Take it to the bank. And let's talk about phony Fauci, one other thing. After phony Fauci, the man who says we need to socially distance. The man that says we must wear our masks all times. You're protecting yourself and you're protecting others. The man that the Libstream media bows down to and worships. For he is the almighty, the all-knowing, brilliant, academic scholar on all things Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. We must defer to him. We must deflect to him. We must bow down and kowtow to him. Well, when the cameras showed phony Fauci and his wife, and it looked like somebody else, it was not his, his son or a relative, it was somebody else, and I don't know who it was, whether it was the commissioner or somebody else, they were sitting about 10 rows up, they were the only ones, three seated next to each other, they weren't socially distancing, and guess who didn't have his mask on? Guess who took his mask off, dropped it down below his chin? That would be the one, the only, the brilliant Leonardo da Fauci, the world's brilliant genius scientist, Dr. Leonardo, as I call him, Leonardo da Vinci, Leonardo da Fauci, because he is a genius in his own mind. So Dr. Phony Fauci does not have the mask. Do as I say, not as I do. Now, he came up with a bullshit excuse saying, well, I was a little dehydrated. You know how he talks. He's got a little bit of a New York accent, a little raspy voice. I, I, I was a little parched, and I, I was a little dehydrated, so I simply took the mask down to get some water. Bull fucking shit. Wrong. They showed him there was no bottle of water in hand. He didn't take a sip. Trust me, the cameras were on him nonstop. He was talking and laughing to the person next to him. I think it may have been Rob Manfred, the commissioner. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, they don't live in the same home. And even if it wasn't the commissioner or somebody else, phony Fauci says, we must so practice social distancing six feet apart. Well, why was he sitting smack dab? We can't go to a football game. We can't go to baseball games. But yet, he stayed the entire game and didn't socially distance, and took his mask off. Remember all these phony politicians, these phony Washington swamp rants and bureaucrats. It is always do as I say, not as I do. They wag their finger and tell you how you should live your life. I've been saying this for 25 years since I started the Cigar Dave Show, which is our our brother show, we don't call it our sister show, our brother show, which focuses on the cigar lifestyle. And if you have not listened to that or you want to become a cigar connoisseur, just do a Google search, correction, Google search. Just go to your favorite app, uh, 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 
podcast app or podcast aggregator. Do a search for Cigar Dave and it'll pop up. Make sure you subscribe. We do a daily cigar litation ceremony. So we sample a different cigar every day and three, four times a week, we do cigar related content on the Cigar Dave podcast. So go ahead and subscribe. But I've been saying for 25 years, these politicians are all full of baloney. Do as I say, not as I do. The hypocrisy runs rampant. And Fauci is a perfect example. Do as I say, not as I do. Remember, we're all at risk. We have to practice social distancing. We have to wear our masks at all times. Yet, he didn't wear a mask. He wasn't socially distancing. So again, all of us can't open businesses. Or all of us can't go to certain establishments, can't go to sports, but it's okay for him. This is why people are absolutely just disgusted by the Washington swamp rats, by the bureaucrats, by the lifelong government officials, the, the lifers, the administrative state, because the rules never apply to them. Never apply to them. And I'll get to a rule that Cuomo, the governor of New York, is breaking himself. But we'll get to that in a minute. But first... If you are looking to expand your palate and are looking for a cigar that is full-flavored, that is rich, a Nicaraguan puro, meaning Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler, you must try the Gurkha Nicaragua series launched about one year ago at the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in Vegas. No convention this year for obvious reasons. But the Gurkha Nicaragua series, the first all-Nicaraguan puro from Gurkha, it uses a, it's wrapped in a Corojo 99 wrapper, dual Corojo 99 binders and Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 long fillers. Those Criollo, Corojo, those are the type of seeds. They give a different flavor. And when you plant them in different farms in Nicaragua, you create a cigar that has unique characteristics, full body taste with some nice peppery notes, some spice, just a very pleasant cigar, which would go great with the Johnny Walker Black. In fact, let me take a sip here. Ah, very nice to soothe the throat as I have conducted conversational maneuvers here. Good cigar. The Gurkha Nicaraguan Cigars goes very well with the Johnny Walker Black label. It will go with some Tennessee whiskey. It'll go with some nice bourbon. Pairs up nicely with a full-flavored spirit or a full-flavored Meal. So the Gurkha Nicaragua series comes in four different sizes. Beautiful stick, full flavored, a lot of spice. Give it a try. GurkhaCigars.com. Uh, let's see here. I got a whole bunch of other things that I would like to get to, but let me brief, let me go talk about Cuomo here because this is important. Ayatollah Andrew Cuomo, the guy that loves to sit at his press conferences and just exclaim what a genius he is, what a brilliant just governor he is, that he has led, <clears throat> excuse me, he has led the state through the pandemic, even though thousands and thousands of at-risk elderly in nursing homes, assisted living facilities died because of his neglect, his negligence, putting Chinese Wuhan virus infected patients back into the nursing home population. He should be tried for crimes against humanity. He should be found guilty, and you know what the punishment is. Andrew Cuomo is a typical bureaucrat, typical politician. He's perfect. Do as I say, not as I do. And I'll give you a couple of examples. First example, he was down in Savannah, Georgia this weekend. Why he was down there, who knows? He said he wanted to repay the help that other areas gave to New York State. So he went down, and I don't know, he brought maybe with him two ventilators, some bullshit like that, and some other supplies. And he meets with the Savannah mayor. Well, the first thing, Cuomo doesn't have a mask on. Ah, the man that said, you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. You must have a mask. People, please, don't be stupid and socially distance. You're getting lax. He didn't social distance. He hugged the mayor of Savannah. Now, that is a giant no-no when it comes to the current Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus pandemic. Six feet of social distancing. He didn't practice it. That's strike number one. Strike number two, didn't wear a mask. Later, he put a mask on, but when the mayor had a mask on, he didn't. So he endangered the life 
and the health of those around him when he visited Savannah. That's what he always says in New York. Strike two. Strike three. He comes back to New York after visiting, and he is asked, because right now there's about 30 different states that if you leave that state and go travel to New York, you must undergo self-quarantine. Well, when he was asked, are you going to undergo self-quarantine since you were visiting Georgia, one of the hotspot states that is on your, on your list of mandatory quarantining upon return to New York State or arrival to New York State, are you going to be going into self-quarantine? Cuomo's answer, wait for it. Wait for it. You know what I'm going to say? No, because I'm an essential worker. I'm essential personnel. There's nothing essential about Cuomo. There's nothing essential about a Democrat. If this country was rid of all the Democrats tomorrow, this country would be great. There wouldn't be, we don't need a, there's no such thing as an essential Democrat. Really, that's an oxymoron, essential Democrat. And by now, if you haven't figured out my political views, you should, should have already figured that out. And if that offends you, I'm sorry, I won't be changing. You can leave, unsubscribe. For those of you that like the fact that I'm unabashed, unafraid to be direct and honest, please tell everyone you know about the Bold Alpha podcast and ask them to do a search and subscribe. The more the merrier, especially when it comes to those of us that believe in freedom of speech, freedom of thought, engagement in debate, free freedom to espouse capitalistic viewpoints, and freedom to bash the Marxists and the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of America, and the enemies of the world. But Cuomo says he's essential. But yet anybody else coming to New York State, oh, you've got to register a form and there's a $2,000 fine if you don't, and you have to say where you're going to be staying, so on and so forth. Again, the hypocrisy runs rampant. Cuomo is another giant fraud, a giant phony. Ayatollah, Commandant, Fuhrer Andrew Cuomo. Now, about a week or so ago, he came out with an, a dictate, an edict, that because people were congregating at bars, standing at bars, that was defeating the purpose of, again, social distancing. But yet he didn't practice it when he went down to Georgia. He said that we have a problem and therefore only you, if you can only go to a bar if you sit at a table and you must be served food. So standalone bars that don't serve any food cannot be open. A bar must serve food. Well, a couple of bars got creative. One of them came up with serving Cuomo chips. And the first thing I thought is, oh, Cuomo chips. Is it a fake potato chip? Because let's face it, Cuomo is fake. He's a phony. He's a fraud. They just named it after Cuomo because the law said, and he stated, you must serve food. Okay? So people that own bars said, all right, you have to all sit at a table. You can't sit at the bar. have to be seated to be served, and we have to serve you something. So we're going to serve potato chips, and there's a $1 fee, and many restaurants or bars put on Cuomo chips, a dollar. Well, of course, leave it to the crumbling empire state of New York, which, by the way, I'm a native of New York State. Grew up in Buffalo, went to Syracuse University. It's a beautiful state in the uh, spring, summer, and fall. In the winter, it sucks. The weather's terrible. But New York is not crumbling because of the people. New York is not crumbling because of the hard, blue-collar working mentality of the citizens of New York or the entrepreneurs of New York or the businesses of New York. The crumbling empire state of New York is in a state of massive disrepair and and a crumbling empire because of the politicians, the politicians in cities, the politicians in the state capitol, all run by Democrats. Governor Cuomo now on his third term. New York State needs term limits. The cities need term limits. All these mayors have been hanging around for years and years. And the reason that New York State sucks and is crumbling and is overtaxed and overregulated is because of the Democrats. Well, Cuomo came out this week, held a press conference, and said that what bars were doing was def- uh, just uh, going against the spirit of the regulation. And so he rolled out the 
instructions, and he said that here is what the regulation says. It must be something, uh, food must be substantive. And he went in his press conference and said that, that subs, uh, food that is substantive must be, substantive must be soup, sandwiches, pizza. And then he went on to say chicken wings are not substantive. Now, wait a minute. Chicken wings, which were discovered, founded, created at the Frank and Teresa's Anchor Bar on Main Street in downtown Buffalo, New York, in New York State, in 1964, which have become a global, globally recognized food. Not only, forget just the United States. I've been to Nicaragua, Honduras, the Dominican Republic, been to Europe, Buffalo Wings. You see buffalo chicken wings on the menu everywhere around the world. I mean, you tell somebody you're from Buffalo and they say, I don't care what part of the world. could be the North Pole. Oh, that's where the wings, chicken wings were invented. Buffalo chicken wings. Yes, correct. How dare the governor of the crumbling empire state of New York, who knows the historical significance of chicken wings, disrespect demean and and just deface the buffalo chicken wing how dare andrew cuomo ayatollah andrew the fuhrer fuhrer cuomo of new york state how dare he go after the beloved the esteemed internationally recognized and renowned buffalo chicken wing Outrageous. And then, of course, people went nuts. People went ballistic. Didn't go over well in Buffalo. Didn't go over in all of New York State saying, wait a minute. Chicken wings are not uh, uh, substantive? Are you kidding me? You're saying soup is? Chicken noodle soup is, but chicken wings aren't? Well, the regulators, or should I say the dictators at the... Bureau of Alcohol in or whatever division in New York State because they've got loads of authority. You talk about a a state that is overrun with bureaucracy and they've got an authority for a power authority. They've got a street authority. They've got a throughway authority. They've got an authority to talk about the authority and it's all political patronage jobs. Everybody's on the take. Everyone. They came out and said, nope, chicken wings do qualify. How about just telling bars, look, to serve anyone, the main bar has to be closed. It can only, you can only serve people that come in together that sit at a table. They can't move, go up, down. They have to be served at the table. What difference does serving... And by the way, they say that the regulation sta- states that you can have one item, substantive food, that can be shared. Okay, so let's say, for example... Somebody orders a in Rochester a, a Rochester garbage plate, which is basically nachos, chicken, everything piled on, cheese, you name it. Or somebody in Buffalo orders uh, nachos or some sort of finger food. Do you want all four people or eight people or two people at the table just putting their hands in there, especially when what's one of the first things we hear? Use hand sanitizer, wash your hands. We hear that constantly. And yet you want people's fingers in their mouth, okay? So if somebody, for example, has some nachos and it gets their fingers get in their mouth and they dip their fingers back again, you're telling me that's sanitary? That is pandemic approved? I don't think so. But again, leave it to Cuomo. It never fails. The bureaucracy is ridiculous and he is so full of himself saying, oh, I did a wonderful job, I've done a great job. The man wants to run for president in 2024, no chance. No chance. He's a stiff. And people in New York State, both Democrats and Republicans, despise him, they're fed up with him, and they hate him. His popularity is below the basement. It has fallen to record low levels. Initially, everyone said, oh, Governor Cuomo is brilliant. Not so much. Not so fast. People in New York State, they'll tell, especially the businesses, they'll tell you something else. But again, typical politician, do as I say, not as I do. Now, here's one thing I will tell you to do. If you like a cigar that is creamy, 
that has a nice rich flavor with uh, some nice notes of cedar and sweetness, then you must go and try the reintroduced Avo Classic Maduro. The Avo Classic has been around for many years. Great cigar. It's been on the market at least 30 years. The Avo Classic, a nice, mild, mild, medium cigar. Dominican binder, Dominican filler, Connecticut shade wrapper. But Davidoff of Geneva reintroduced the Avo Classic Maduro this month. They brought it back. It was off the market for a while. Uses a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Same binder and filler, but they changed the Connecticut shade wrapper for a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. What's the difference? The Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, and the wrapper in a cigar delivers about 50% of the taste of the cigar. Connecticut Broadleaf is known for being a a wrapper that has a lot of richness while at the same time sweetness. So it brings a very unique perspective to the Avo Classic. So the Avo Classic Maduro, you're going to get some notes of espresso, some mocha, some cedar, some sweetness, just a beautiful cigar. I smoke one on the Cigar Dave Litation Ceremony. I believe I did that on Thursday. And by the way, as I said, if you want to become a cigar connoisseur, you may be joining us for the first time. I host a brother show called Cigar, the Cigar Dave Show, the Cigar Dave Podcast. Just do a search in your favorite podcast aggregator. Boom. You can sign up, subscribe. You'll learn all about cigars. Because let's face it, cigars are a key part of the alpha male lifestyle. So are spirits, so is grilling, so is travel, so are dames, so are fighting the enemies of pleasure. So go ahead and subscribe. But the Avo Classic Maduro comes in three sizes. A Robusto, which is a smaller size, five inches in length, with a 50 ring gauge, or 50, 64, seven inch in diameter. The Maduro Number 2, which is what we call a Toro, about an inch bigger than the Robusto. It's 6 by 50 And an Avo Classic Maduro Number 3, that's what I smoked. Love that size. It's a double Corona, seven and a half inches in length, with a 50 ring gauge or 50 64ths of an inch in diameter. Give it a try. The Avo Classic Maduro. Change the tempo with Avo cigars available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Let me last talk about China very, very briefly. As you know, and I've stated this many times, China is the enemy. While all the members of Congress wanted to scream Russia, 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 all along, I've stated... People in the know have stated the Democrats are barking up the wrong tree. It's China, China, China. China wants world domination. China has expanded their their evil Communist Party tentacles across the world with their Belt and Road Initiative, whereby they go into countries, countries that are broke, and countries say, look, we need a new port, we need a new airport, we need new power stations, we need new dams. China comes in and says, oh, no problem. We'll be happy to we'll be happy to fund it. We'll be funding it through a Chinese bank. A Chinese firm will build it. And then when the country can't pay it and default, China comes in like the predator that they are and takes over their natural resources and takes over the asset. That's what they do. Europe hates China. Many countries in Asia hate China. In Africa, big backlash against what China has done because there's no such thing as a free lunch. China knew exactly that these broke countries would default. Then they go into Africa, they get the oil, they get the diamonds, they get the asset they built, and life is great for the Chinese Communist Party. Well, this week we saw that major spying going on out of the Chinese consulate in Houston, just the tip of the iceberg. Arrests have been made. Chinese, and here's a little tidbit you may not realize. President Xi Jinping, the communist, brutal dictator of China, did you know that his daughter was educated at Harvard University under a pseudoname? Didn't know that, did you? So all these senior Communist Party officials' children come to the United States to get educated. Then they go back. And then they learn how to steal all of our secrets, our technology. Then they get in bed with all these universities, Harvard and all these other, Stanford, where they get all these professors on the take and they steal research data. They're trying to steal data right now from from pharmaceutical companies that are working on vaccines. And yet the Communist Party of China still has not allowed a World Health Organization or uh, the World Health Organization or the American Centers for Disease Control to go in and find out exactly what happened at the lab. There is no doubt in my mind that the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus that we are seeing, what they call COVID-19, a fabricated, bullshit, made-up term, there is no doubt in my mind 
that it escaped from a lab. It escaped from the Wuhan lab that was initially built by France. China went to France and said, we want to build this lab. France, you can run it, but we want a lab here because of all these viruses. And what happens after the lab is finished? They then kick out France. Oh, they also made changes to the lab during the construction phase, which France said, that's a no-no. That's going to be a problem. A level four lab must be ultra secure. Well, China made changes, and then as soon as the lab was done, France, you're not running anything. We're going to run it. There's no question in my mind that they were performing what is called gain-of-function research experiments on various bat coronaviruses. What change of, of function uh, means, gain-of-function, is they try to make the virus stronger. They play around with the virus, and, and they all say, well, it's to try to create these viruses that, are, that could come out down the road that we can be ready for. No, all you're doing is creating a virus that is not natural. It is man-made, genetically modified, if you will, that could cause a pandemic. And guess what happened when the CCP Wuhan virus was leaked, whether it was leaked intentionally or just leaked accidentally? We don't know, but we should find out. And the Chinese Communist Party purposely, absolutely purposely allowed that virus to seed and spread throughout the world. They are not our friends. They are the absolute enemies of America and enemies of the world. And thankfully, we have a president and we have a secretary of state and Mike Pompeo that have said enough is enough. And yet yesterday, I hear that pencil neck son of a bitch, enemy of America traitor, Adam Schiff, Shitty Schiff Schiffless, come out and say, look, there's no question that, uh, that China is a problem, but by, by, by going in and kicking them out of, the, uh, of America and kicking, uh, kicking their, uh, closing down their consulate, this is, this is provoking a, a conflict, and this is not good for diplomacy. This is the same son of a bitch that said, oh, President Trump, there's a Russian hoax, a Russian conspiracy because President Trump shook the hand of Vladimir Putin and came up with all these bullshit fabricated lie after lie after lie. Now, if they did not, if President Trump, who's been the toughest on Russia and China, where all the Democrats and even the Republicans the last 40 years have kowtowed to the Chinese Communist Party that have had this false belief, just like all of Wall Street and the globalists thinking, well, if we let China into the world. We admit them into the world economic system. Everything will be great. They'll see how great working together in capitalism can be. How did that work for us? It didn't. They are building unprecedented economic and military might that must be stopped. They are the enemy. I have no problem with the Chinese people. The Chinese people don't want to live under CCP rule. People in Hong Kong don't want to live under CCP rule. And by the way, China Here's a perfect example. We hear China coming saying, well, the United States should live up to their agreements and should live up to this and that. Yet China never lives up to any agreements. And the world says, boo, doesn't say anything. Hong Kong, when the Brits signed it over, there was a treaty, 50 years, two country, two government rule. Well, that changed in a hurry. Less than halfway through that treaty, President Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party used the pandemic to go in and instill and enact their brutal Communist Party rule and elimination of various freedoms in Hong Kong. And what the United States ought to do is say, we're going to cut China, we're going to cut Hong Kong off from the dollar, we're going to cut Hong Kong off from the from our economic system. And by the way, China, you will no longer be able to raise funds on American stock exchanges where they don't have to follow the reporting rules that other American companies have to follow. That's why you saw a giant meltdown about a month ago, Luckin Coffee. It was going to be the big Starbucks competitor in China, growing like crazy, raised billions of dollars in the open market in the United States. The whole thing was a fraud. It was an accounting sham. And again, China doesn't have to Allow American regulators in, investigators or auditors. Screw China. They are enemy. And Adam Shitty Shitty Schiff has the audacity to say that President Trump and Mike Pompeo are doing a disservice. The only person doing a disservice in Washington today, besides all the Democrats, Adam Shitty Shitty Schiff Schiff. 
He is the problem. No matter what President Trump does for China or Russia, never good enough. But he keeps propagating these lies. What did we hear for two, three years? I have absolute evidence. There is absolute fact. I have evidence that President Trump uh, 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 engaged in a conspiracy with Russia. There was uh, all sorts of collusion, and he kept repeating it on every Sunday show continuously. What did Joseph Goebbels say? A lie told once remains a lie, but a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. He kept spewing it and spewing it and spewing it until such point that it was completely, absolutely debunked. When the official documents came out, his con was over. And what did the libstream media, the liberal media, what did they say? Not a damn word. Nothing. Zero. President Trump doing the right thing on China. Take them on. They are the enemy. We must cut them off right now. They're not our friends. They will never live by an agreement. They have done nothing more than absolutely destroy and decimate the world's health and the world's economy by allowing the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus to seed and spread. They knew the damage, the absolute catastrophic damage both to health and financial, the financial system of the world, the Wuhan virus pandemic would cause. That's why they cut off travel from Wuhan to everywhere else in China. Yet, they allowed all international flights to keep going out back and forth from Wuhan. Why? Because Xi Jinping saw this as an opportunity to gain leverage while they sucked up all the personal protective gear around the world, saw an opportunity to harm and destroy the rest of the world's economies. And here's one other thing. Many of the CCP senior communist officials, remember, there's over a million party members of the Chinese Communist Party, but there's about a hundred to a thousand that rule the roost. You go after those top hundred and seize their bank accounts, which they have in the United States, seize their property. Because remember, when you go into China, you have to have a Chinese partner. You can't just go in and buy land. You can't set up a company. You have to have a Chinese partner. What we need to do is get tough, just like President Trump is doing. The first president that finally had the balls to go after the enemies of America and the enemy of the world, the Chinese Communist Party. Don't forget, please tell everybody you know about Bold Alpha and my brother podcast, Cigar Dave, and uh, do a search uh, if you have not done so already, or if you're listening now, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We want you to subscribe so when new Bold Alpha editions come out, you will be the first to know. Remember, Bold Alpha is your home for alpha male lifestyle conversation and commentary. (laughs) 